Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello, I'm Estée Lalonde, and welcome to Season 2 of On the Line. I'm back, refreshed, rejuvenated, and ready. It's an all-new series of On the Line. It's going to be a little looser than before. You all wanted longer episodes. Well, get ready, because we're entering Joe Rogan territory here. I'm talking three, four, five-hour-long epics. Okay, maybe not that long, but we will be with you for about an hour every single week. It's been a busy few weeks. You can catch up with all of it on my Instagram at Estée Lalonde. I'm also on YouTube, etc. But here's a little taste of what I've been up to. And I put my phone out the window. I was like, nice case, girl. And she was like, hey. I am shooketh. Thank you. Amazing. <laughs> Round three. Ding, ding. My first guest of the new series and appearing for her first ever time on a podcast, I'm taking her podcast virginity, is the amazing Mariah, or as she's probably better known online, Girl New York. Hey, girlfriend. Hey, girlfriend. That's my favorite greeting. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I say hey, girlfriend all the time. I'm so excited to have you here. And I was just talking to you before. Should I call you Mira Mariah or Mariah? What do you like to be called? You have like a million names. Uh, Mira is just like a shorter version of Mariah. I use both. But like when you know me and we're buddies, everyone says Mariah. So that's what's up with that. What does it take to be your buddy? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, like if we if we hang out all the time. Right. All the time. All the time. Well, I feel like you have such an amazing energy. And um, most people who are listening will probably know that you have tattooed me before. And I was super excited to get a tattoo by you. And I want to tell everybody the backstory of me getting a tattoo by you. But we can maybe get into that later. Yeah, let's do it. You want to get into it now? Yeah, I do. Okay. So basically, I was looking for a tattoo. And my friend Paige, who works for Fresh Beauty, was talking to me. She's like, oh, my God, you've got to check this girl out. As soon as I saw your Instagram, I was like, she's the one. She's the one. And I slid into your DMs. 
She did. And it was like late at night too, right? Were you in London or something? <laughs> I was I could have been in a different time zone, but I actually don't understand like what the protocol is for texting someone after 10 p.m. Like is that like booty call always? I don't know, but I was home um, stoned on my couch. So I was like, hey, girl, what's up? I had like joined Bumble two days before, so I wasn't sure if it was like something like that. So I was like, hey, um, I want to hang out. What's up? (laughs) Yeah. So basically, I sent her a DM on Instagram and I was like, I need you in my life. And she was like, for a date or for a tattoo? And honestly, for a second, I was like, not sure why I was texting, but you're gorgeous. You're amazing. And it ended up being a tattoo. Um, so for now, you're just a tattoo person in my life. We're hey, not dating yet. Not um, yet. You, did you hear the word yet? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about how you first got into tattooing. Well, let's let's back it up. Let's back it up. Who are you? Let's hear your whole life story. You were born what day? <laughs> I was born in March. I'm a Pisces. A Pisces. Um, yeah, so I am a tattoo artist and a visual artist. And, you know, I had done some stuff in fashion and I always wanted to, like, make clothes and dress people. And then um, as things started changing for me, I was thinking maybe a cool way to dress people would be to permanently draw on them. And then that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Okay, so you're a Pisces. I'm a Leo. Not sure what the compatibility is there, but I was talking to you um, earlier about the fact that I don't want to be a Leo anymore. I think I might retire from horoscope stuff. I think it's like messing with me. Do you do you get like in New York, people are obsessed with astrology. I get into an Uber and everybody's like, what's your sign? Like random people, like they're obsessed. Why your Uber driver's asking you what your sign is? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's really exciting. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What is it with New York and astrology? Um, I think that it's, we're like religious fanatics about it. Um, and that it's a really fun way to communicate with people. And it's a really fun way to like feel like connect with people you know I when someone's like I'm also a Pisces I immediately like warm to them yeah that's true I get that um because I'm like yeah girl you got it you're crying in the bathroom I'm crying in the bathroom this is what we're doing (laughs) um but you have some hardcore Pisces energy you're so soft and like teary I mean I really am I don't I am such a Leo but I'm also like the most sensitive person ever I'm basically crying like 80% of my life. Is that what it's like to be a Pisces? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've already cried this morning. Oh, my God. Do a lot of people get astrology-related tattoos from you? Yeah, all the time. I think for a long time, I was almost like almost exclusively doing astrology-themed tattoos. And even when it's not astrology-themed, I'll definitely be like, this woman was a Sagittarius. <laughs> That's cool. And this appointment took four hours longer than it should have. No. <laughs> Do you really think it's real? Um, I I want to say no, because I know that objectively that seems like the intelligent answer. But when I meet someone and they tell me their sign, I immediately see all of my favorite features about those signs. Right. That's cool. So, yeah. I I use it really positively. I'm rarely like, oh, my God, I'm not going to talk to that Aquarius. I know. But I have, like, got this thing going on where I'm trying to avoid Geminis. Do you think that's the wrong attitude? Avoid Geminis at all costs. Oh, my God. (laughs) All the Geminis listening are like, what? No. uh, Okay. So Geminis can be complicated because they're basically the whole point of them is that there's two different people and there's two sides of them. But I think we're all like that a little bit. And it can be hard when that's like the most upfront thing about someone. 
but you know now you're just like know what you're dealing with that's true yeah if it's accurate if it's accurate if it if horoscopes are real dun 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 which they are which they probably are (laughs) what did you do in fashion and how did you get into fashion um i went to fit for fashion design and i worked for a bunch of different like fashion brands and like internships and then real jobs um and fashion was fun for a while and then it became like sitting at a computer all day which is not me and I wanted to do something where I got to like hang out with girls and talk a lot and like really collaborate and tattooing is such a collaborative process that that ended up being a really good spot for me. Okay. And did you have tattoos when you were in the fashion world or? Yeah, I had like two tiny tattoos. Ooh, um, what was your first tattoo? I have a needle and thread on oh. my rib cage. Oh, which wow. Is as basic. I got it on St. Mark Street, which is a New York badge of honor. <laughs> And how old were you when you got that tattoo? 19. <gasps> 19. I wanted so many tattoos when I was 15. I was like in my emo phase and I wanted like a broken heart on one wrist and like a regular heart on my other one. Like I really was like going to go full blown. That's kind of cute. In a way, I kind of wish I did it because it was such a great time. Like, you know. We should do it in red ink, like the size of a thumbnail. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm just here to pitch tattoo ideas to her, and then you guys can vote on them at the end. <laughs> so you decide, okay, so you were in fashion, and you were like, okay, maybe I can do tattooing. And then, like, what's the process, like, from taking it from, maybe I could do this, to actually doing it? Do you have to intern, or? You have to apprentice. Right. Which you kind of, like, you know, find a tattoo artist that you really admire, and then, like, follow them around for a year and do whatever they say. It's a really fun process, and I highly recommend it. So you just went up to some tattoo artist and went, like no I emailed like a thousand people okay is it hard to become an apprentice uh it's hard to get someone to apprentice you because no one wants to do the work of teaching someone to learn to tattoo and at the time I was like why it's not going to be that much work and now that I'm a tattoo artist I'm like I could not imagine taking on an apprentice you, you wouldn't do it I maybe when I'm like 10 years in wow yeah I've always considered it, but it just seems so scary. And you can really ruin somebody's body. I would let you tattoo me. Ah. <laughs> so what was the fr- first tattoo you ever did? Um, it's kind of like tattoo tradition that the first tattoo you're going to do is on yourself. So like the whole shop is watching you while you are like freaking out tattooing your own body. Um, it's not the most accurate tattoo that I've ever done but I, it's on me, so it's there. I've seen on TV like those tattoo shows where they tattoo like on an orange or something like that. Uh, yeah, so you can tattoo fruit for practice, which is like kind of fun. You can do like bananas or melons or oranges. Um, I mostly did like silicone faux skins. What? Where yeah. do you buy that? Like skin.com? That's gross, but cool. Just Amazon. Just Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to Google skin.com. What is that? <laughs> Do not Google skin.com. Your computer will self-implode. <laughs> I also wanted to bring up the fact that you're very gentle when you tattoo. And I feel like you say that, but it's actually true. I mean, I only have two tattoos. And I don't know if the first one hurt a little bit more because it was my first one and I had no idea what to expect. But you use really thin needles. That's kind of like your signature, isn't it? Yeah, I use really thin needles. I use a really quiet machine. Um, I do what I can to make the people that I'm tattooing as comfortable as possible because I'm not a dominatrix and I'm not just here to hurt you. I'm here to just like have fun time with you. Um, so you mentioned <laughs> that you really wanted to work in an environment that was like surrounded by 
girls, do you find most of the people you tattoo are women or do you have a huge mix of people who come in to get tattooed by you? Uh, mostly women and feminine people. Yeah, for sure. Um, like a 90 percent women. And yep. then I work at a shop with mostly other um, girl tattoo artists. Yeah. So that's pretty fun. What do you love about girls? Oh, my God. Because yeah. I, I love girls so much. And I, I feel like I've always been a girl's girl at heart, even though I did kind of grow up being like mostly kind of surrounded by dudes and having a lot of dude friends. But as I've gotten older, I'm just obsessed with women. I just think they're boss. I love girls. I like the way they smell. I like the way they walk. I like how open they are. I love like the girl superpower of like, hi, we just met. We're best friends now. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. I think especially in New York, it kind of has that sort of vibe like, Girls helping girls. That's a real theme here. I've noticed. Yeah. 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 If you're here and you're a girl and you're like, I need um, an apartment. I need a boyfriend. I need a job. Every girl that like hears you in like a six foot vicinity is going to be like, hi, like I know a place or like I know a guy or like I know a girl that you need to talk to about getting a job in your field. Yeah, definitely. That's one of my favorite things about New York, actually, is just like how the women support each other. I think it's beautiful. So what is it like coming up as a female tattoo artist? Did you feel like you were at a disadvantage at all? <clears throat> no, I felt like I was an adv- at an advantage. Okay. Um, I think so many girls want to get tattooed and then they want to get tattooed by other girls because there's kind of that like fun experience of hanging out with a girl and it's not to just trash talk men because I, I do love men. Like, yeah. On, like dates with men and I like, They're you great. know, they can... They're, Some of them. They're good at something, I'm sure. Are they? I just kidding, can't guys. think of much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I felt like I was in an advantage because a lot of people, uh, especially when I first started tattooing, talked to me about how intimidated they were by tattoo artists in general. And a lot of people have stories about tattoo artists that kind of used their power not for good. Mm-hmm. So to be able to be like, hey, I'm just like this chill ass girl. We can hang out. And then you can get a tattoo in a place where you're comfortable. That was like a really great service to provide. And there was clearly a demand for it. I totally agree. I think getting a tattoo can be super, super intimidating. And this is kind of off topic, but on topic. But um, a friend of mine recently had a really awful experience with a photographer who didn't make her feel comfortable. And I think a lot of people like when you talk about it, don't seem to think it's like a real thing that's happening. But When people feel like they're in a position of power, I mean, photographer, I don't know what the situation is there. It can really, obviously, it's an awful experience, but it's it's scary when you hear these stories, you know, and I'm not sure if there's like a vibe of like that's a similar sort of thing with tattoo artists. I think it's so similar. I think there's a lot of services in which that the person providing the service or collaboration is the person in power and I definitely think that photographers and directors and tattoo artists have this thing in common where someone is coming to us for something and they're like exposing themselves to you you know maybe even physically because a lot of times with photography and with tattoos there's a lot of like clothes off we got to do this um, that you're in a position of power and you need to be so gentle with that power and you need to use that power for good and, and be conscious of that power when you're communicating with them so that you can make them comfortable and have a good experience. Absolutely. And I actually saw on your Instagram the other day that you 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 did a tattoo on somebody. It was like, um, I don't know where it was, but it was maybe I'm making this up. I need to like go on your Instagram. But you said basically, thank you for letting me do this or something like that. Does this is this ringing a bell to you? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I say thank you. I, I try to say thank you all the time because I'm so honored that people share their bodies with me in this way and that people share their vulnerabilities and their stories with me and their trust 
obviously that's huge. Yeah. Um, and I'm really grateful. I'm so grateful for the people I get to tattoo. Have you ever tattooed someone and thought, I don't like you as a person? Oh, Lord. That is not a fun question. Oh. But it's true. Yeah. It's I mean, art. Like, I always wondered that. Like, you're putting your art on somebody. So do you have to connect with the person that you're tattooing? Like, do you have to vet the person and be like, I want my art on you? Or Well, you know Emily. Yeah. Emily does the vetting. Right. Okay. We get, you know, somewhere between 500 and 1,000 requests at a time. Are you serious? When we open the books. Yeah. No. Emily has a big job. And she manages it really, really well. So you really are choosy with who you tattoo. Yes. Oh, I'm so honored. <laughs> that is awesome. I didn't realize that. For the record, you cannot DM me to get a tattoo. How, yeah. What's the deal there? You're, you're, you were an exception. <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, you have to apply with Emily and then you fill out this form that oh. has all these questions and Emily will like read them and sometimes she'll read them to me and be like, girl, do you want to do this? And, and you're like, yes or no? Yeah. That is awesome. I had no idea. Yeah. Because I see like on your profile, it's like bookings are closed. So then you, if you're getting so many requests, how do you ever open the books again? We open them for five days at a time in the beginning of the month. Five days at a time at the beginning of the month. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> so so um, for this month, November 1st, I think actually we opened them the 2nd because we were delayed. So November 2nd through the 6th, we were like, hey, guys, here's the form. You can apply. And then we read through all of them. And the ones that are like immediate no's, you get an email in like four days that's like, hey, guys, we love you. We're sorry. We can't do it. And then the ones that we think we're going to do, we like slowly get back to and schedule. Oh, that's amazing. So... Obviously, you're an amazing tattoo artist and a cool person, et cetera, et cetera. But why do you think you're so in demand? I mean, I am very aware that I am in demand because I got the good teen, the good teen hookup, the good teen hookup by tattooing a pop star that maybe you guys might know. Thank you, next. Yeah, thank you, next. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. You guys can fill in the blank there. Um, so I started tattooing her, and then we would kind of tag each other on Instagram stuff, and then. That definitely increased my following. Um, and I also like not to toot my own horn. I think my art resonates with people. Yeah. And I think the personality and the environment I cultivate online resonates with people a little bit. Yeah. Well, I do want to talk about your online presence because you do um, use your Instagram in a, you know, a super cool way. And you're really active on Instagram. Do you think social media is super important for what you're doing? And do you want to show more of your personal life on there? Or what are you what are we thinking? Can I turn you into a content creator? Yeah. Well, you already are, but you know what I mean. Like, get a YouTube channel, girl. <laughs> I love the internet. I have been um screaming into the void of the internet since two thousand four. Um I deeply love the internet and I love the communities that the internet creates and I love the friendships that I've made on the internet. Um so I guess I just love being like everybody's gal pal on the internet um i like opening the question forum and i like talking a lot in my stories um i like taking pictures of my outfits your outfits are insane so inspired by you what are you saying so inspired by you oh my god i really started to try to become a little more experimental with my style i had these like huge like kurt cobain-esque glasses on the other day i was actually riding the subway with them on like a huge douche but it's fun. That's you know? a baller move. Yeah. It That's was, a baller move. It was a strong move. I was tired that day and I was like into it. Do people recognize you in New York? Yeah. Sometimes they do, which is awesome. Um, sometimes they don't. But, you know, whenever they do, it's cool. I was actually going out with my friends and it was kind of late at night. And we were on the subway and 
I got recognized quite a few times and my friends were literally like, who are you? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. This doesn't always happen. And they were like super cool people. Like this one girl was like, I'm a DJ. You should like come over. I can like show you how to do it. It was it was awesome. And I think like probably the same for you. Like if someone comes up to you and talks to you, they're always so cool. And I don't know, maybe I'm speaking for you, but no, you're not. I whenever anyone comes up and talks to me, I'm always like that person wanted to talk to me like they are so amazing. And so you're so into cool. it. I'm usually into it. If I'm like wearing sandals and Birkenstocks <laughs> and it's like seven in the morning and I'm walking my dog less so. Right. But if I'm just like in a nice outfit chilling, come talk to me. Yeah. Let's take a selfie. Let's do it all day. Yeah, exactly. But I actually saw you post the other day that you were like, yo, it's not cool to like go up to my daughter and like if I'm not there. I yeah. saw that. Yeah. I did not necessarily know I needed to say that. Yeah. Um, and there's definitely less photos of her on the internet now. Um as we grow. Yes. Um, that being said, if you see Gogo by herself, you can't talk to her because we trained her not to talk to strangers. Guys, remember that? You're a stranger to her, even if she feels familiar to you. Yeah. Well, do you want to talk about Gogo? Is she an inspiration to you? She's my biggest inspiration and she's a Leo. So our compatibility is through the roof. I actually did not know Gogo was a Leo. Yeah. How cute. I mean, she's a true Leo, like a stand on the table and scream God is a woman kind of Leo, <laughs> um, which is great. And I love that about her. Um, and she's been a huge inspiration to me. And being a mother has been a huge inspiration to me. Um, and like the whole experience of giving birth was such an inspiration to me. God, I would just like honestly love to talk about that. I don't have kids, obviously, but I am fascinated by birth. And sometimes I think if I'm going to have a career change, I want to be like a doula or something. I thought about it. Yeah. I, I really think that that is the future of birth. Okay. Um, She was like pulled out of my body by my sister who was 12 at the time. Wait, whoa, 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 what? Yeah. So I had a midwife. Okay. And when I gave birth to my daughter, um, I was married and her dad was in Zambia because okay. she was born a little bit earlier, which is in Africa, if you don't know. So it was just like me chilling home and everyone was like, don't give birth this weekend. We're really busy. <laughs> and I was like, cool, guys, that is not how this works. <laughs> Were you scared? Petrified. Yeah. But it was great. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, I'm just fascinated. Like whenever I meet people who just gave birth or they're pregnant, like I'm the person who wants to ask all the gory details. Like I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe I just like really want kids. But no, can I tell you something, Estee? Please. I relate to you so much on this. I'm obsessed with birth. Yeah. Like the whole process of it. I'm obs I've like watched a million birth videos. I have like considered being a midwife. I think it's like so exciting for some reason. What's the best most beautiful part about it besides getting your little baby at the end of it yeah when they give you a baby they That's, just give you one. Oh my god it's so cool um i thought having her as a tiny baby was super fun too because i just wear her in a little pouch and carter everywhere wow yeah nice. does she come into the tattoo place and stuff yeah she's not usually there if i'm actually tattooing though sometimes she is yep. chilling on the couch on an ipad um watching netflix do not judge me moms do people judge you for that everyone is always like do you do you let her use an ipad yeah and i'm like yeah I, yeah i let her use an ipad god i honestly sometimes wonder if i have kids like what kind of a mom i'm gonna be i genuinely don't know i mean i don't let her like chill on it but if i need to like tattoo someone and I don't have childcare that day for whatever reason yeah like she's in the corner watching Peppa Pig like totally it's Peppa fine Pig. cute 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 <laughs> I actually saw one of my friends Amy posted this selfie and she was like Peppa Pig vibes and she was like dressed all in pink and it was super cute so I'm gonna try to recreate that look you should yeah I really want like a bubblegum pink suit oh yeah. that'd be super cool so back to tattooing 
Do people regularly faint? Not regularly because I'm bossy. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, girl, did you eat today? Have you drank enough water? Right. Are you insanely hungover? Go home. Okay, if someone's hungover, they can't get tattooed. I don't like to tattoo you if you're hungover. Right. Because it's going to hurt more. Everything hurts more. Literally everything hurts more. Well, <laughs> you know, I actually want to talk about this too because I didn't drink for so many years and like my audience knew that I didn't drink and now I'm, I don't want to say I drink a lot. I definitely don't drink a lot. Okay, I don't drink a lot, but I like to go out now. But I thought I was allergic. I thought I was allergic to booze for so many years, but I just realized I was just very very hungover every time oh yeah that's what it feels like that's what that's what everyone else feels like all the time i'm just realizing that um so now i'm just like with the rest of you crew just dying slowly on a sunday morning (laughs) um okay so people don't regularly faint has there been like a story where you know you can tell has there been a story that you could tell us that it was like a bad vibe like someone was really sick or regretted what they were doing or stopped you halfway through so fleur noir is like my I've really wanted to work there. I think it's really beautiful. Yeah. I really admire the artists there. So when they invited me to come work with them via DM, um, I was really excited. So my first day there, I like booked clients that I like kind of knew so that I could be like a little more comfortable. And yeah. I guess when they kind of know me, they're a little more comfortable too. Definitely. So it was this this person that I really, you know, I like them. They're very cool. They show up like sunglasses on and I'm like, Babe, you okay? <laughs> they're like, like me on the subway with my they're sunglasses like, I'm, on. I'm fine. I was at a rave till six in the morning. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> Are you sure you want to do this today? Um, and they ended up being like, yeah, I do. I want to do this today. Let's go for it. So they like get on the table. I get two lines in. I can see she's like dying. Um, so I'm like, you doing okay? And they're like, can we not do this today? But now they have like some lines on them. And they've just left it and they've never finished it? No. So I was like, okay, I need to get through the outer shape of this because I will never be able to put the stencil back on. Exactly. Exactly as it is. Yeah. Just like let me get through the outer shape and then we'll do the rest. So they agree to that. Like we get through the outer shape rough. It was a rough. It's also on their ribs, which is like the hardest place to get tattooed. People say that's the hardest place. That's kind of where I'm thinking for my next one, though. Uh, I got my ribs tattooed last night and it was fine. Last night? Yeah. I'll send you a picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's cool. So, yeah, you didn't get. So you got through the outer We got through lines. the outer line and then we ended up finishing it later. But like girl was not in a good place and I probably should have called it before she started. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, you know what? When you're, you're when you're there, it's just like do it. Yeah, they were already there. I was in the shop. I was like so I was like worried like if I if I tell send her home like is that okay yeah. in this like new environment? We didn't actually talk about what your first tattoo was on another person, I don't think. What was the first one on the other on a on a real person? On me. Oh, it was on you, but no, but on like another real person. Oh, on someone else. Okay, <laughs> yeah. the first time I tattooed someone that wasn't me. Um, I tattooed this girl Marissa and we were like texting about it and I was like, I just need you to know that like I have never done this before. And she was like, Yeah, cool, no worries. Was she covered in tattoos already? She had a bunch. Yeah. Okay. And she was like, No worries, I'll just be there. And like she got there and she just like laid on the table and was like, Tap me up. She was so chill and so sweet and so patient because it took me like two hours to do like a flower oh my which god now i think would take me 20 minutes seriously so how long does it take you from like the first tattoo to becoming as comfortable as you are now like what how long does that take i don't or, till now it took four years it took four okay three no. years where were you at two years like kind of comfortable and not really comfortable uh 
I I don't know. I'm still nervous. No, you're not. I am. Are you? To tattoo you, I was nervous. That's so not true. I was like, don't fuck this up. And then recently my friend wanted this like perfect circle cat for, do you know the brand Catbird? Yes. Okay. So she wanted the Catbird ring and I was like sweating. Oh my gosh. Like I like went to the bathroom and like looked in the mirror and was like, Mariah. You can do this. You have tattooed many people. You are going to be okay. But that's actually a good point because I can't even draw like a circle with a pen and a paper, like, you know, pencil and a paper. How do you do a perfect circle with a freaking tattoo gun? A How lot do you of, do that? A lot of prayer and fasting. Yeah. I have like, <laughs> I have a, like a perfect circle on me from you. Yeah. That's so cool. How would you, I'm just looking at my tattoo. How would you like describe your tattoo style? It's not, it's not one line, is it? It's like maybe two lines. It's like two lines. And so when you set out to, was this just always the way you drew or? Um, So coming from fashion and coming from fashion illustration being something that I was always really into and really loved. um, Old school, like people would go to fashion shows and like, just like make a quick sketch of what they saw. Um, And it doesn't look very far away from what I do, which is kind of just as fast as possible wow yeah I draw this as fast as possible that's what my that's what my style is yeah you you have said that to me before that you just kind of try to do it fast but you use this fancy iPad thing and you do it on the iPad sometimes yeah I love doing it on the iPad iPads confuse me I don't know why I would need one but I want one you should get the little one what do I use it for besides like reading books on there you can like read books you can like watch movies on the plane anyway this you can is draw different... on it okay this is me selling an iPad <laughs> I didn't even have an iPhone until this summer what what were you using uh, I used the essential which was like a phone developed by the Android developer and it was like super cool then it got pickpocketed in Paris so I bought like the cheap Huawei phone oh Huawei yeah but now you've got an iPhone yeah I'm on the dark side all right, so what's the long-term goal for you? Do you want your own tattoo shop? Like, what do you, would you I like? I do a- not want to own a tattoo shop. Okay. Ever. Okay. Nope. All right. Not, I, I really admire the owner of my tattoo shop. Um, there's two of them. I love them both so much, and I really admire that they've created such an awesome shop. But, like, I, I don't want that. <laughs> uh, why? <laughs> it's. I like just like showing up and tattooing and leaving and nothing else being my problem. Fine. Yeah. But you've started doing really cool things with your artwork. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about the collaboration that you're working on. I don't. I don't think we're allowed to talk about it. I don't think we are. But could we allude to it? Yeah, sure. So um, I've been doing some illustrating projects and like doing some packaging design, which is really exciting. Um, Right now I'm making jewelry too. Hey. So that's really exciting is it gonna look like this a similar style to your tattoos yeah i'm using like the illustrating style that i tattoo with to do like kind of engraving on like coin necklaces oh god love a coin necklace so excited about and then i'm like embroidering some vintage jeans with that style too oh my gosh i love embroidery i'm so excited about it wow yeah i'm my mind is blown that's so cool i mean i guess i never really thought about it but you can kind of take your tattoo style onto so many different projects yeah i'm trying to um you know i really love fashion and i was like how can i 
come back to feeling like I'm really making clothes and like dressing people. And I thought that this would be a cool way. So some of the clothes I make will have my designs on them and some of them will just like be clothes. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And you'll like sell them online or like a store? What's the dream? I I would love to sell them in a store. Yeah, um, I love stores. I love stores and I actually love department stores. Yeah, same. I actually want to go to a department store after we're done here if you want to come. Yeah, <laughs> wait, because we need shoes. Yeah. Are we going to go shoe shopping? <laughs> yeah, yeah this is going to be an expensive day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I need shoes. So yeah, I really um I really love fashion and I really love department stores. So like the dream would be to like have my stuff in like Bergdorf's. Oh my god. Right? I see it happening. Be so dreamy. You've just set the intention. Yeah. So so it's going to happen. Hopefully. Um, and my last tattoo related question is if you could tattoo anyone, who would you choose? And more importantly, what design would it be? Like is there a tattoo design you've been dying to do that nobody's like been going for or what okay i really want to do a full back piece oh my god like the whole thing like no give color me your whole back you, do would, you do color i'm confused by i do it. some sprinkles of color okay fair yeah, enough really light little bits of like i like to like do the cheeks red when yeah. i do girls and then do their shoulders and like their like delicate parts red yeah because you have a lot of color tattoos like on you i do yeah yeah i have um really healthy tattoo skin tattoos like never heal bad on me wow i'm really lucky so I'm pretty down to get experimental when like other artists are like, I want to try filling in this whole hand in pink. I'm like, go for it. <laughs> I really want to get a color tattoo. Actually, I was inspired by your like blue tattoo that you have. Oh. I love that tattoo so much. So besides tattooing and fashion, what else are you into? Like, what are your hobbies? What do you do in your spare time? Besides, well, like, I'm assuming you don't have much spare time. You've got like, go, Yeah, go. there's like mothering, tattooing, fashion, dating. 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 <laughs> do you want to talk about dating? I love talking about love so we can talk about it. I'm on every dating app imaginable. Dating apps. Which you are not. You are not team app. I am team app. I actually love apps. I think they're awesome. I've been on apps. I've tried it out. Okay. But I have come off of it because I just feel like with apps, sometimes the expectation is kind of high. Like you start talking to somebody, you fall in love with them, you're texting. It's like, oh my God, this could be it. This person seems like a dream, like on paper. Oh my God, I'm like literally like putting their last name like on my name, you know, and it's just like in my head, you know? Yeah. I'm planning the wedding. And then you meet them and there's just no chemistry or there is, but it's not quite what you thought it was going to be. And honestly, I find the whole process exhausting. I totally understand why you feel that way because I'm actually really bad at the follow through. I just like having the apps and I, I'm not great <laughs> on like going on the date. Well, yeah. Because, <laughs> but I think what I'm going to start doing is I, I've gone on a few dates where I was like, actually, your voice sucks and I don't like your voice and I think I'm going to make them like FaceTime me for like two minutes to make FaceTime sure that is cool. I like the voice. Yeah. Which apparently is important to me. Who knew? The voice is important to you. Okay. <laughs> Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. 
we're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. You can only follow three people on Instagram. Who are they? You don't have to say me. I know you're really dying to. (laughs) I love following you. Okay, if I could only follow three people on Instagram, who do I follow? I honestly would just probably follow my two sisters and Scientwist. What's that? Uh, she's like a really cool artist that makes these like collages that are really cool. Oh, wow. And takes a bunch of like gorgeous selfies of herself. I just like looking at her face. I don't know her in real life. Okay. At all. And That's we've cool. never spoken. I bought a t-shirt from her once and I was like, Oh my gosh, number one fan. Um, But yeah, and my sisters have these really funny Instagrams, um, Seven Layer Bar and Croc Slut. Croc Slut, that's cool. Yeah, she, she, I think her like dating profile says like, no, I'm not taking off these Crocs. (laughs) Is it working? No. (laughs) So this podcast is called On the Line. And so before you leave, I have to ask you to imagine that your phone only lets you save three contacts. Um, was it your friend Sarah? She's so cool. I was gonna say Sass. Yeah, my two sisters and Sass for sure. Um, my friend Sarah is a really boss ass lady, and she just met Este, and they like fell in friend love. Yeah, we really did. She was super cool. It seems like you surround yourself with really awesome people. I do. Yeah, I yeah. love. I love people, and I love friendships, and I think maintaining friendships is really important. Yeah, friendship is real. You know. I, I love my friends, too. It's just it's crazy how as you get older, you kind of rely on your friends to be kind of like your family in a way, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why, like, the rise of Friendsgiving 
Yes, um, Friendsgiving, which I did bail on with you. I'm so sorry. And it was totally chill. We got really wine drunk really fast. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. Quick, easy, painless. I hope your first podcast experience was a good one. It was amazing because it was with you. Thank you so much for having me. This was super fun. And um, as you know, I never shut up. So this was <laughs> right up my alley. Thanks for being here, girl. Now let's go shoe shopping. So that was episode one of the brand new On The Line series. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, shout the podcast name from your rooftop, whatever you want to do. You can also get the cover art tattooed on your stomach if you want. I'm sure Mariah would love to do that for you. If you want to stay up to date with Mariah, I honestly cannot recommend her Instagram enough. It's at Girl New York. She posts, of course, all of the tattoos that she does, but her stories are amazing. And she talks a lot about like advice things and and she'll do these like Q&A things where you guys can like leave a question and she answers them. And I don't know. She's just like very wise. Honestly, sometimes I'm listening to her answer and I'm like, God, that's an interesting perspective and I need to take that on board. So make sure you go follow her at Girl New York. And you can hear me in the next episode of On the Line. Hello?